Well, hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brewer Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you all are having an absolutely blessed and wonderful day today. We uh, ended up having a bunch of stuff we had to handle yesterday, so we are back live as always today, and there's a lot of stuff we're going to be talking about today, but the first thing I wanted to give everybody a heads up on actually two different things a again i'm going to bring this up we're doing the best we can with our shipping services to get everyone their products as fast as possible i'm going to reiterate this again if you want something or need it in an extremely timely fashion extreme timely fashion please let us know call us up and we can get you expedited rates through ups the Postal Service is turning into an abysmal failure, even though we have a contract with them, even though we ship out significant amount of packages with them. They have now pretty much used the COVID excuse to any and all forms of negligence, even though stuff is taking sometimes a week and two weeks to arrive completely out of our hands. We're calling them. We're filing claims. We're pitching a fit. They send us back blanket emails. They respond to us back on the phone, blanket statements. Well, we apologize for any inconvenience, but due to COVID, blah, 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 blah. This is nothing more than a downright excuse to no longer even provide remotely decent customer service to its individuals. Now, UPS member is not a federally funded and bailed out entity, so UPS is usually pretty good and on the ball. I have to give them that. We use them a lot as well. So I just want to give everybody a heads up. If you're buying stuff and you're just kind of stocking up on it and you're not in a rush, we get it out to you same day, as fast as we can as always, but it may take a little longer priority mail. If there's something you need that you're trying to stock up on, please give us a call and we'll be happy to make sure you get the products in a timely fashion as fast as we can physically get them there in the areas that you're in. Just want to throw that out there. Also, too, I've had a lot of people sending me emails asking me about price increases because of stuff that's going across the board. If people have not been noticing, there is a massive price increase across every sector of our lives right now. Now, a lot of people have been coming out and they're saying, oh, this is just supply and demand. This is supply and demand. It'll come back down. Yes, there is definitely a supply issue and there's a massive demand issue in a lot of sectors. This is not the only thing that's causing this, though, my friends. When you see plywood back last year in, I think, February and March, when I was finishing up you know, my house pretty much for the most part, I was paying 30, $31 a sheet for plywood. It's upwards of 80 to 90 to $95 a sheet for plywood. It's up you know, almost 250%. Now, it may level back out slowly once the housing boom starts to come back down, but I don't think we're ever going to see the numbers of anything go back down to what we've seen before. I just got a uh, basically notified from one of the big builders that I've used in the past for truck builds, done a lot of stuff for SEMA. He said, all the companies that make coilovers, shocks, everybody is on a three- to six-month backlog minimum. He said all the machine parts, all the metals, everything has gone up 40 to 50 to 60%. He said all the tire manufacturers, the very popular-sized tires, they're all anywhere from six to 12 weeks out, and they're planning on having another 20 to 30% increase by the end of the year due to increase in raw cost of petroleum. This is going to happen everywhere. Now, we've done the best we can at Health Masters over the last couple of years. If you have followed us, if you've supported us, I thank you. We've done the best we can 
to prevent any type of price increases. And at the very most, we try to massively increment, you know, incremental them really small and we eat a huge portion of it. And then we slowly, you know, tick something up a dollar to just to kind of cover that excess. And then we eat the other you know, aspect of it. I've already been notified that we're going to have another price increase on a huge array of our products by the end of the year due to raw inventory. We saw a lot of this happen the last spring and last summer with vitamin C and D3, if you guys recall that, where we were some of the only ones that actually had the ingredients left in stock because Dan and I just bulk bought up stuff we could. And so we didn't really have any significant price increases to our customer. Well, all that stuff now is starting to basically come around and the rooster's basically coming home, so to speak. And all this stuff that they've basically put off, all these things that they've basically been, you know, restricting, all this stuff that's been happening is causing everything to go up on top of there is so much monopoly money being dumped into the markets and in the economy right now. It's utterly insane. When you see Bitcoin going up to over $60,000 a coin, and you see the Dow Jones at 34000 and you see all these other markets that are absolutely so far over bloated from what's currently happening, that shows you one thing. There is an excess amount of free money in the markets. People have so much cash right now, they don't know what to do with themselves in the markets. This has also happened now in the private sector. People have been getting their refund checks. They've been getting their STEMI checks. They've had two, three, four kids, and they're getting $1,400 per kid. This is why a lot of the companies right now cannot keep anybody on payroll. Everybody's quitting. Everybody gets a couple thousand dollars, and they think they're the richest individuals in the world. They don't have to worry about their bills next month, and they're basically quitting. They're going on unemployment and going on all these other federal handouts. This is becoming a serious issue as well. So, again, I encourage everybody – Get ready and get prepped for what's going to start happening over the next year to two years. We're going to start seeing inflation occur all across the board. We're already seeing it. It's going to start happening everywhere. This is why I've tried my best to make sure the food buckets, the meat buckets, all the main staple products we have not had any price increases on, even though I've been notified we're having price increases up coming on those products in the next couple months. I'm going to do my very best to hold off as long as I can and then even order as much as I can to try to keep the cost as low as I can for my customers because I want everybody to stay healthy and prepared. And you haven't even seen people starting to freak out yet until you start going to the supermarket and see ground beef $10 a pound. Oh, yeah, that's coming next. All this food, all this grain that all these cows eat, that all these animals eat, where do you think it comes from? It comes through basically truckloads and deliveries. When you're seeing diesel now over $3 a gallon and you're seeing all the fuel prices speculating going up and you're seeing the Keystone Pipeline and all these other industries being shut down, fuel probably will be upwards of $4 a gallon by the end of the year at the rate we're going right now. Just letting everybody know that. Every single thing that touches a vehicle that has diesel fuel or gasoline in it means it's going to go up in price. So I'm not saying that to spook anybody. I'm not saying that to get anybody concerned. What I'm telling everybody, get prepared for what's about to happen. When you see calamity coming, a wise man gets prepared. Only a fool basically sits back and pretends it's not going to happen. We're in a great boom right now. Everything's great. There's so much cash floating. 
Remember what happened in 2008. Remember all the people that got caught with their hand in the cookie jar. Be very, very careful of what you're doing right now with the housing market, with the stock market, with any other investment market, and make sure the most important thing you have is items that you can use and reuse and also that can sustain you. Water, food, food buckets, beans, rice, vitamins, food is in, you know, anything that basically is stored, canned food, ammunition. Those are kind of things that are going to be long-term. And on top of that, any type of gold and silver is always a good buy, in my opinion. But again, make sure you're prepped for what's coming. I just want to give everybody a heads up on that, Dad, because I've gotten numerous notifications from retailers, manufacturers, not in just the vitamin world, the vehicle world, the tire world, the machining world. Everybody's letting me know what's about to start happening by the end of the year. So I want to give everybody a heads up first here on the Ted and Austin Brower Show. Well, Laws and Austin, thanks for giving everybody a heads up on that. And what we need to realize, too, a lot of this is because of what Trump did with China. I'm just going to let you guys know that because you have supply and demand. And then when we don't have supply because of all kinds of sanctions put on China, what ends up happening is China just goes to other markets that basically don't put sanctions on them like the EU or other parts of Africa or South America. And what ends up happening is we're put on the back burner. And so then our demand goes up because we don't have the product. Perfect, perfect example is the semiconductor chips. And, you know, again, it goes right back to Donald Trump, the basically hardcore, how should I say this, uh, supporter of Kabbalah. The number one award he ever had was a Tree of Life Award and all of the things he's involved in. He's not your friend. You guys have to understand that. None of these guys are. You don't get to that position of power in the world as far as a figurehead and not have be compromised because the only way they can put you into that position is they have to have enough stuff on you that they can force you to do what they want you to do when they want you to do it. In other words, you don't have to constantly do everything they say, but when they tell you to do something, you have to do it. He's still pushing vaccines. He's still pushing Operation Warp Speed. He's still taking full credit for this kill shot. That they're giving to everybody that's causing massive problems with infertility and menstrual cycles and menstrual problems all over the world. It's going to be a massive, massive, massive genocide, how should I say, on the reproductive capabilities of the planet. And this has been done on purpose. And it's almost like, gosh, how can I say this? Not be mean. It's almost as if they want to take the people out of the population gene pool who are willing to take the shot. It's almost like they're trying to cull the population and only leave the people in that are smart enough to reproduce and to have the ability to think. Did I just say that? That's awful, isn't it? Because I, I don't like that. That's a, that but, that, but there's got to be some other reason they're doing this, guys. The amount of people that are dealing now with infertility in the United States, because of all the stuff we've had, including Gardasil, is literally through the roof. And now we're going to have more and more and more people have problems. In fact, there are thousands of reports right now of menstrual irregularities, reproductive dysfunctions, and miscarriages following this this this, this coronavirus kill shot. And and you know, Dr. Naomi Wolf writes, she goes, "Are women crazy for worrying that they are spotting and bleeding untimely, and when around vaccinated women who are also spotting and bleeding untimely?" These researchers show evidence that the mRNA vaccine can transmit passively via respiration. And I really, really hope she's wrong about that. I mean, this is a problem. If we have a situation, and I mentioned this just the other day, about how 
we're we going to have to be sequestered so we wouldn't have to be around the people who've been vaccinated to prevent infertility for the entire human species. Man, I thought that was kind of like a really a big hyperbole, but who in the world knows what's going on? This article goes on to say, in relation to male infertility, we remind readers of this piece that we last we have also spoken about how you had to protect fertility and how sperm counts are going way, way down, and that many people are now freezing sperm to protect fertility. I mean, this is nuts. This is actually happening to us at this level this fast. I mean, if this thing can transfer from person to person, it could be the kill shot that basically wipes out the entire population of the planet. I mean, this is this is Looney Tune, all of this stuff. In fact, another doctor, Dr. Baki, he's also warned about that it was be doom coming because of the shot. He says that they're going to decimate the world population, which is, of course, the goal of these weirdo freaks that are running everything. And another article comes out and says reprogramming females, sterilization of most U.S. girls and women is the next phase of the mRNA vaccine kill shot technology. Now, you know, I, I, I sit back and I read this stuff and I go, I just shake my head and I go, it's so hard to imagine that any of this is real. But then again, we look around and we see people still wearing masks. And we have to ask ourselves a question. I'm, I'm talking about we're wearing masks when they don't have to. That's what, I'm not talking about going to work and have to wear a mask or, or a shield because you're going to lose your job and can't pay your bills. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about riding around in your automobile by yourself with nobody else around you wearing a mask. I'm talking about going into the local grocery store here that does not require masks and yet wearing a mask. I'm talking about walking through the parking lot, which requires no masks in Florida, yet wearing a mask. And, and I sit back and I just shake my head and I go, what is wrong with these people? Have we been dumbed down to such an extent using fluoride and all the other drugs they've given us that we have no ability to think through anything anymore? We have, do we have any ability to try to have reasoning skills or have the ability to have complex thought? Can we not ask ourselves a question of why are we wearing a mask in a car by ourselves? The other day we were – Basically, at the uh, the county board or the city board meeting, and we were arguing about this mini warehouse stuff that's going in, and somebody said something about, well, you have to have a mask on. Of course, they weren't wearing masks at front, and I just said, well, I don't wear masks. And then they said, well, you have to socially distance, and I said, I just sat in the car with my wife. I'm going to sit beside her here, and I sat down. So we just sat down beside each other. We completely ignored all of the mask mandates and the social distancing mandates right in the middle of the meeting. It didn't matter. So are we that, are we that far so that far removed from the general population, you know, I think so. I think you guys are too. I think listening to this show and listening to what's really going on and hearing the real news has given you guys a leg up, a foot up, a life up, you know, whatever. When we talked to you about the power of real prayer like we did yesterday or the blood of Christ like we did yesterday, and we go into detail on who runs the planet and why they do what they do and human sacrifice and the killing of children and all the other things. You know, we're giving you uh, information, you know, overload that most people are never going to hear because it's taken me literally 30 years to put together this information in the format that I gave you on yesterday's show. I mean, it's been a long time. I mean, the reading of literally thousands and thousands and thousands of books and articles and information you know, that I receive on my email and text all the time to put together the overall who's doing this and why they're doing it. And so, guys, I want to thank you 
for supporting Health Masters and supporting the Ted Nossen Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I really do. I'm kind of having a fireside chat with you right now. Also, if you absolutely have to have your product, just call us up, put the order in. It's only a few dollars more. It, it depends on what type of shipping you want to have. You know, some people say, well, you're giving us free shipping over $125. I go, well, yeah. And well, now we got to pay shipping if we want the stuff to us in two days or three days. That's not something we want to do. It's something that they've done. We ship almost everything we send out priority mail. You're supposed to have it in two days. If you notice, if you're still getting stuff from Amazon, I hear this all the time now too, Amazon Prime, it's no longer the same day or next day or two-day delivery with those guys either. It's sometimes a week to two weeks to get the product also. Not that I'm promoting Amazon, because certainly I do not. But the reality is, is this. They're doing everything they possibly can to create the narrative around COVID. That's why the Postal Service is constantly telling you it's COVID, COVID, COVID. It's all a lie. You know, it's, what it is, it's laziness, and they laziness, and laziness, and inefficiency at the Postal Service is what it is. And it always has been, because they're a monopoly. They really are. And, you know, the mail, you can't even put stuff in somebody else's mailbox because quote, property of the Postal Service. It's none of these stuff you've ever seen. And so this is where we find ourselves in the United States right now. Then on top of that, we got all the saber rattling going over on, over in, in you know, in, in the Ukraine and, and what's going on with Russia. And now they're telling that certain parts of the Black Sea are going to basically be, uh, you know, blocked off. So you can't use that, which I can't really blame them on that because it really is a, problem over there as far as you know being right inside of the russia area with that big black sea with all of these warships coming in and then we got syrian missile comes close to striking the israeli nuclear reactor and israel retaliates in huge escalation all right well you know syria is right next to israel so israel has literally run hundreds if not thousands of sorties on their jets and continually bombed syria for a decade and so syria had enough they got bombed again and so a syrian to air surface missiles supposedly exploded in southern Israel on Thursday, the Israeli military said, in an incident that triggered warning sirens. And then what goes on here is this, in an apparent Syrian response, here we go, Israel attacks a targeted Damascus suburb, killing people. Israel says it responded to the apparent retaliatory missile attack out of Syria. So they attack Syria. Syria sends a missile back. So they are massively increasing the amount of, missiles and damage they're doing to Syria because Syria wanted to defend itself. Yeah, and there were no immediate reports of any injuries or damage in Israel. So to me, this sounds like another Mossad false flag that they blew up a explosive device close to their reactor and they wouldn't damage anybody, make sure nobody got hurt, nobody got injured, and said, oh, we had a missile come in from Syria, oh, another missile came No, it's a bunch of lies. And, it's, and this is this is just crazy how countries around the world, not just Israel, do these constant sick, stupid, false flags. It never, ever, ever ends. Every time they want to escalate something, they pretend like somebody else did something to them first. And, and also, the Chauvin verdict. You know, I just I don't really, really want to talk about this very much because it's so disgusting to me. Because I really dislike this guy who choked this black guy like he did. I mean, he was just, he just, the look on his face when he was strangling that guy and cutting his airflow off. And now I know a lot of you are going to say, well, you don't understand. He had fentanyl in his body and he was already having a problem breathing. His heart was already having issues and this guy was a long-term drug boy. Okay, I got that. All right. I got that. But this blithering idiot sat there with that look on his face, like, look at me, look at me. 
I got this. You can't stop me. Ha, ha, ha. I mean, he had a face that everybody wants to hate, and he acted like that. And then again, you got, also, we got to remember something. This Floyd guy, this wasn't some little bitty guy. This guy was six foot six inches tall. He was huge. And he was having all kinds of health issues and breathing issues when they tried to put him into the car to start with. And, and Shaw was just an idiot. But we have seen now that just because, you know, you riot and you go out and you basically do intimidation, that you're going to get a guilty verdict. Why? Well, you think about it for a second. These jurors, everybody knew who they were. I mean, it's public record, all right? So if they find the guy not guilty, are they going to have their homes burned down? Hmm? Are they? Are they going to get beaten up? Are they? Yeah. yeah. You know, what's going to happen to these jurors? So they're all scared to death. And then that blithering idiot, single-digit IQ, Waters comes out. Oh, you got to get more violent. you got to get Columbia. Yeah, Yeah, whatever. Massive mistrial that's going to cause, and then it'll all crank up again. They almost had a mistrial anyhow, and they almost threw it out. That would have had rioting all over the country, which I think they wanted to do. But the judge had enough sense not to declare a mistrial. So here we have a mess going on in the United States. We've got a mess going on, you know, with this Black Lives Matter, which is a complete and total bogus satanic organization. And we've got a mess going on with, you know, racial interaction in the United States. We've got the entire population they're trying to sterilize now. They're trying to do everything they possibly can. And here, I'm going to say this again. The only reason we have growth population-wise is out of Africa. About 100 million people a year are born in third-world countries that basically are creating the growth of the population on the planet. Why are they sterilizing the people in the United States? Well, they want to stop making little Americans for the rest of the patriots that are still here. That's a pretty good reason. And number two, they want to get rid of the white people because of the Protestant religion and our faith in Jesus Christ. I talked about that yesterday. So we have to look at what they're doing and why they're doing it and what we can do to avoid it. So in other words, what we need to do is tell all of our friends, don't take the kill shot. Don't take the infertility shot. And I talked about it just a couple of days ago about the pain that people go through when they want to have children and they can't get pregnant. I mean, Sharon and I had to go to fertility specialists for the last three kids we had because her mom took diethylstilbestrol when she was pregnant with Sharon. Yeah, I've been through it myself. I know how it feels. It's awful. And it's expensive when you go to a fertility specialist because they know the desperation that people have as far as wanting to, you know, have children, you know, in most cases. But nowadays, the world has gotten so messed up, I don't know. It's a kind of a catch-22. You want to have more children so you can continue to promote a narrative of patriotism and try to sustain what's left of the United States. But then you're concerned about bringing children into a world like this. It's a real delicate balance. Guys, it's frustrating. It really is. So we feel what you feel because, I mean, we're reading the same news. We're reporting on the same news, and we're experiencing the same thing. One other thing I want to add, and I'll also do this next story, don't eat bread that's not organic. That's really important. It's so loaded with glyphosate and chemicals now, you don't want to put it into your body. It will constipate you. It will poison you with glyphosate. It will cause all types of problems as far as you getting sick, you getting a sore throat, etc. If you're going to eat pizza that's not organic, which I don't recommend that you do, but if you do, eat the toppings. Don't eat the bread. And you say, well, that sounds awful. That ruins a pizza. Well, good. Don't, don't eat it. <laughs> don't eat it. But you don't need the bread because it's extremely constipating. It's loaded with glyphosate. And make sure your kids are only getting organic bread. The glyphosate will literally rot your gut, and you've got to stay off of that stuff. All of this stuff is being used to destroy the human population, to destroy the immune systems, and to basically reduce the fertility. Also, what do you think of what's your next story?
You're absolutely right. This this is why they've added this stuff into the food supply. This is why they've approved it for these companies and these farms to use it on a regular basis. This is why they came out with Roundup-resistant corn. Think about it for a second. Roundup, an herbicide, is a nonspecific herbicide. It kills everything. If it's green, glyphosate kills it, period. That, that was what it was designed for. So these numbnuts in biotech thought, hey, man, it's a great idea. We should make food that's so manipulated and so genetically modified that we can spray it with the most toxic, effective herbicide known to man, and it won't kill it. And then we'll feed the food to everybody that we sprayed it on. This is like a great idea, man. Yeah, let's do it. This is literally what they did. It is borderline. Actually, it's not borderline. It is full-blown insanity, the fact that this stuff has ever been approved on food for human consumption ever, ever. And again, this is why they allowed it, though. The same reason why they've allowed aspartame and sucralose and high fructose corn syrup. That's what it's just tickled me just pink, I guess you could say. Just laugh hysterically when people go, you know, you need, you need to wear a mask. It's, it's for your safety. It's for my safety. It's for my safety. My safety that I need to wear a mask while you see the vast majority of people that have died from viruses are massively obese. You see that they still have allowed every single toxic compound known to man in every single food supply. They haven't pulled it out. They pulled it out one time. When's the last time you heard bobblehead Fauci get on television and say, listen, we're seeing a huge increase and non-alcohol fatty liver disease due to high fructose corn syrup, which, by the way, I can show you 10 different research studies that directly link it to that. I mean, directly link it to it. We have a serious health crisis from high fructose corn syrup. It's for your safety. We really need to remove this out of the, the populace food. When's the last time you heard that? You haven't. You won't. You never will. Because it's not about your safety or about your health. It's all about dominance, control, and submission, and that's exactly what they've done now. And back to one thing Dad was saying earlier with this trial, this whole trial thing was a complete and total mockery of our judicial system. Let me be clear of that. They already had him tried and hung before he even – the jurors even heard anything. They blatantly came out. There was an interview I watched where a guy was walking around Minneapolis, a reporter, and he was asking all these different folks, majority of them black folks, some of them white, some of them mixed, and he was asking them what they thought about this. And they blatantly said, if he's not found guilty, we're going to burn this city down. We're going to burn it to the ground. They were saying that. 100%. And they were dead serious. I mean, 100% serious. They showed everybody that mob rule wins when you capitulate to it. How do you get charged and found guilty with second-degree murder, with basically what third-degree murder, and with manslaughter? How do you get charged with intentionally killing somebody but accidentally killing somebody and negligently killing somebody all at the same time? It was a facade. It was because they knew if any of them were not guilty, they were going to use it as an excuse to burn everything down. Now, again, I'm with that. I'm not a fan of this cop. I think he was a real low life, to be honest with you. Having your knee sitting and suppressing somebody like that for nine minutes. Now, granted, methamphetamines and fentanyl is probably one of the dangerous drug stacks you could ever even try in your entire life. I mean, I've, I've talked to individuals in law enforcement that basically have had to try to revive people that have overdosed. There's a high probability he was already going to die at some point in the near future because of these doses and because of how much it was in his bloodstream. 
Just being honest with you. I don't care what anybody's opinion is. Fentanyl is unbelievably deadly. It's a hundred times more stronger than morphine. Methamphetamine is the strongest stimulant known to man, essentially. Stack both of those together, drop your heart rate with fentanyl while speed your heart rate up with meth, you're asking to kill yourself, honestly. I mean, that's like a suicide stack. But when you sit there and have your knee on somebody's neck for nine minutes on camera and do it blatantly – there's going to be some negligence, and so I think it should have been something more along the lines like manslaughter, you know, second degree murder. Considering the fact that I watched the entire body cam footage and every single officer asked Floyd about a dozen times, "Are you okay, man? Do you need to take us to the hospital? Do you want us to call an ambulance?" He was complaining about heart pain and not being able to breathe way before they ever basically put their knee on him because he climbed back out of the car. So he was already having a very severe reaction from the drug cocktail that he had. That being said, though, are we really to the point now to where mob rule wins? It doesn't matter the facts. It doesn't matter what happened. You saw exactly what happened with this shooting now that just took place again this week. I mean, everybody saw that. Basically, this cop shoots this girl that's attempting in mid-stroke to stab this girl up against a car when he arrives, and he shoots her. And now LeBron James, the blithering moron, who's probably double-digit IQ, the only thing he can do good is to a basketball, he gets on Twitter, and he posts a photo of the cop that shoots the girl that's swinging the knife trying to stab the other girl, and he says, you're next. Really? Really? Is this where we're going to allow everything to go now? We're going to go to full-blown, like, Mad Max scenario? This is just, just total, complete lawlessness? This is why I was so happy when Grady Judd came out the other day and he said, listen, this is not something we're going to tolerate down here in Florida. There has to be a rule of law. Anytime you start letting a group rule by mob force and they start doing whatever they want, whenever they want, however they want, you go to full lawlessness. And when you go to full lawlessness, there is no business trading. There is no money making. There is no significant living of life. It's like going to a third world country that's middle of a civil war. That's where it turns into. It's just all lawlessness. Everything's just what everybody wants to do. And what's ironic about this, and think about this for a second, we've seen Portland now over the last year literally turn into a hellhole, and I mean that literally, of what happened now with these groups. We've seen pretty much almost zero repercussions the entire last 12 months from the BLM, from Antifa, from all these groups, firebombing, Molotov cocktail, throwing cans of soup, fireworks, lasers, assaulting battery on literally hundreds of officers and federal agents over the last year. Not one single thing has happened. Not one single person that I have seen has been significantly charged or indicted or charged federally or anything. But we now have this witch hunt with people that simply showed up at the Capitol. They're now saying that basically the two individuals, Joe Biggs and Ethan Norton, which you know Joe Biggs used to work for InfoWars. They were leaders of the Proud Boys. They have now had their pretrial release revoked, citing evidence that shows they are a grave danger to the community. Now, what pre-trial release is, is basically you're indicted or you're arrested, and you pretty much have a first, you know, your first appearance, and then you pretty much go out on bond, essentially, is what it is. And you don't have to show back up until your trial. Well, this is done very commonly, especially with stuff that's not like, you know, a capital murder or a homicide, because in most cases, it's a lot easier 
just to let somebody out on bail and they come back for a trial, especially when it's minimal charges. And they have now said the U.S. state federal judge ordered their pretrial be released and that they be detained until their trial, meaning they're going to go to jail. They're going to sit in jail until their trial now. And they said that they facilitated in political violence at the Capitol on January 6th, even if the evidence did not show they used direct physical violence on anyone that day. Wait, what? They're being told they committed and they facilitated political violence, even if the evidence does not show they used direct violence. They're also being charged with conspiring to obstruct a certificate certification of President Biden's electoral victory. They both pleaded not guilty. So you got guys that blatantly called out the theft of an election, the blatant theft. We added on camera with them pulling suitcases with ballots. We saw them putting up the big giant poster boards over the windows so the poll watchers could not see what they were doing. We saw the manipulation with the Dominion voting machines and how they could connect into the Ethernet. We saw all of this, and people were not happy about it. And people went January 6th. They went up to the Capitol to basically exercise their First Amendment right. And about 40 or 50 of them basically got let into the Capitol. They broke in, I think, one window or one door, and they walked in and took a bunch of photos and left. And actually, a couple of them got shot. One of, them, one of the girls got shot in the face and got killed, allegedly. And so now we're saying that we had to scrub 17,000 hours of video footage to find these guys. We have to charge anybody and everybody we can possibly get an ID on with at least a minimal of trespassing, all because we want to show – what strength the federal government has in making sure nobody asks questions. But Antifa and BLM can riot for an entire year straight and firebomb police precincts, and not a single person goes to jail or is indicted. Does that show you the agenda that's happening right now? Does that paint you a clear picture of what they're trying to do, the same reason why they're trying to create these race wars between the cops and the blacks? This is a very, very easy thing to spot once you see what's going on. Now, I'm not saying all cops are basically do the right thing all the time. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying, too, our generation actually has to have some accountability. I mean, let's be real about this. When you have kids that are 16 years old and they're swinging knives on people in the front driveway while law enforcement is present, you probably had an issue with an upbringing. Now, obviously, it's not all people can have awesome upbringings. Some people have worse than others. But we've created this culture now where – it's popular to get married multiple times. It's popular to get divorced as soon as you have an argument. It's popular to have split households and basically have multiple different you know, families that you, the kids bounce in between. This is, this is normal now, and this has been promoted. And Dad and I talked about it in detail, why they've pushed this agenda, why they've encouraged this agenda to break up the family unity and to also break up generational wealth and to break up that strong generation of saying, hey, this is my parents, this is my parents, and going down the line. Now, I, I get people get divorced. I'm not knocking anybody for that because stuff happens. But what I'm saying is there has to be some accountability. What I've seen now with these groups, these ones that stand out on the sidewalk and hold their hands and block people, People from walking, the ones that stand in the middle of the road and try to stop 5,000-pound cars from driving. This is the side effect of a generation that was never spanked and never told no. And I'm just going to be honest with you like that. That's exactly what it is. You have these little brat children that are 17, 18, 19, 20 years old, a lot of them, that are following the rules of what these communist leaders are doing in these groups that are being paid, and they're getting all their little minions behind them, and they're telling them, if you don't like something, 
Don't try to change it. Don't try to change yourself. Don't try to be a better person. Just pitch a fit and have a temper tantrum like you didn't get a candy bar and sit out in the middle of the road and block ingress and egress of traffic of people trying to commute because you're mad about something. This is exactly what the globalists want to promote. And at the same time, we see more and more surveillance of everybody that's law-abiding. The United States Postal Service now has now basically been shown to running a covert operation program to monitor social media activity of American citizens. The documents obtained by Yahoo News reveal a program called Internet Covert Operations Program, which has not previously been made public. Analysis within the United States Postal Inspection Service Internet Covert Operations Program monitored significant activity regarding planned protests occurring internationally and domestically. The analysts are currently monitoring social media channels for any potential threats stemming from scheduled protests and will disseminate intelligence updates as needed. Civil rights leaders are sounding the alarm over the supposedly innocuous government agency spying on American citizens instead of focusing on male-related issues. This, again, just shows you a prime example of massive, massive government overreach. And there's something I was thinking about earlier when Dad was talking about this. You've noticed now how, again, I was talking, the Postal Service has pretty much gone to complete and utter crap. Their quality service, their quality control, their customer service, their shipping times – Everything's gone to crap right now, and we're dealing with it. We're fighting with them every single day for our customers. I'm not exaggerating. Every single day we're on the phone with post office and with reps, chewing them out, arguing with them, sending them emails. Every single day. I've dealt with it personally. It's going on every single day now because of their horrible customer service. Now, isn't it funny? Think about this for a second. Isn't it funny? Because Dad brought up Amazon. Amazon, the global retail monopoly that for some odd reason people still love to support, which I've told you guys I actively avoid ever buying anything from them. They have all their little trucks running around now, around Auburndale, around Polk County, actually around the whole country. They've set up giant warehouses, so they pretty much don't even use the postal service anymore, if you guys haven't realized that. Isn't it ironic that USPS contracted with Amazon for the first time in history to deliver on Sundays only for Amazon? Amazon got the lowest rates of anybody in the entire country. USPS was delivering at rapid rate speeds. USPS was actually providing great service, and now Amazon pulls out from them and does their own thing and has their own delivery, and now the Postal Service could not give a rat's butt about any of its customers anymore. Anybody else find that ironic? Almost like they were doing extra work and making sure they got the job done because Amazon was their main primary source, because Amazon was the one that basically was shipping so much stuff with them, even though they were losing money with Amazon, for the most part, from what I was told from numerous reps, because it was so cheap. Like, they were making sure Amazon's packages always got delivered, and they took care of Amazon. Now, Amazon's not in the picture, and the Postal Service has no inclination to even provide a remnant of decent service anymore. Just thought I would throw that out there. Very, very ironically and oddly timed, we're seeing that happen right together at the same time that Amazon has pretty much turned into a giant monopoly across the country. Just thought I would throw that out there, Dan. Well, also we have to look at the fact that, you know, the Postal Service is spending all of their time and manpower apparently running spy operations on the American people, Austin. 
(laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, why do we want to deliver packages that we can spy on everybody and find out what they're doing, what their internet searches are? I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, how how does, ask yourself a question. How does the post office get the information on what your internet searches are? It has nothing to do with your mail. Are they running background checks on everybody? Are they going into Google? Remember, an alphabet agency, right? Are they going into Google and they're basically saying, hey, what's, you know, Ted Brower doing online right now? Should we give him good service or bad service? I mean, what is he doing? Are we going to be part of the social credit score as far as not letting him have mail or send mail out on a regular basis? Whoa, I don't know. I'm asking you guys, what do you think? I mean, are they going to check all of us to make sure that they have properly vetted us before they deliver a letter to our mom or our father or our grandparents or to our children that we love them? Oh, they can't get the letter that he loves them because he, he won't use Amazon and they speak out against Amazon on their show. So no, we need to, what, where, where, where is this crap coming from? Who in the world in the federal government? And I guarantee you this was underneath Donald Trump. This wasn't underneath Biden. This has been ongoing. Why has the federal government allowed so many of the people in the federal government to go out on change and on leashes and on on these little tangents that, that nobody even knows where they are or what they're doing? Who okayed all this stuff? Who told them to do it? Oh, that's right. It goes right back to what Austin was talking about earlier about raising children with the Frankfurt School that started in the 20s in Germany. 1920s, I should say, eight, you know, 100 years ago, in which they tried to figure out why the German people wouldn't accept communism. Yeah, how about that? And this was a group of individuals, pretty much all Kabbalists, who wanted to know what had gone wrong, and they figured out that America was the shining hill in the world, that everybody wanted to be like the Americans, and that until America came down, they could never, ever push a one-world government and a one-world order. So, oh, yeah. So they cranked up the old Frankfurt School, figured that one out, figured out that Germany was going to have no part of this when Hitler came into power in 1933. And they fled to Switzerland for a year. Swiss didn't want them, so they went over to Columbia University in the United States. And they infiltrated our university structures with hundreds of thousands of people coming in from the Soviet Union who were basically given credentials as far as university professors with no proof whatsoever. And they went into our educational systems and they discovered that they could completely control and destroy the mind of our youth. It would just take a few generations of college kids, and that didn't work as efficiently as they wanted it to, so they shifted it to the high schools. That didn't work as efficiently as they wanted to. They shifted it to the middle schools. That still wasn't as good as they needed to because they needed to get kids in the theta brainwave state. Then they shifted it to the elementary schools where they could have transgender story hour and basically – queen queers come in and do what they need to do, dress like men and women, and talk to little children and show their genitalia and make the little kids think that everything was okay with that. And then they said, oh, it's all right. You could use the bathroom with little girls. There's no difference between boys and girls. This is the crap that we've dealt with now because of the Frankfurt School. So now we've got an entire generation of children who a lot of the guys don't even know who their mommy or daddies are. They're just kind of like floating around, especially in, in the black culture. Because we did that. Lyndon Johnson did that with the Great Society program in which he destroyed the black family. That was Lyndon Johnson, by the way. He was a Democrat. Just thought I'd mention that. So we have all of these folks that are basically out there wondering who their daddies are. You see it in the prisons. When you have Mother's Day, people line up. The inmates do. They line up to call their moms for Mother's Day, to wish their mothers happy Mother's Day. 
When it comes to Father's Day, uh, phones are, you know, eerily silent. Nobody's calling anybody. Why? They don't know who their daddies are. And this is the problem that we run into. And it's not just the black organisms, black people who are doing that. It's white people now, too. It's Hispanic people. It's everybody. And it's all because of the Frankfurt School that brought us communism and destruction of the nuclear family into the Western culture. They did it on purpose. And now you got Nancy Pelosi reading a script. She always reads scripts, by the way. If you think any of these people are this stupid, they can't be this stupid. You know, she is now thanking George Floyd for sacrificing your life. What kind of sick crap comment is that? These sickos are all taking a picture. They're all wearing their masks. They're looking at everybody. You got Chucky Schumer, dual Israeli citizen there with Nancy Schumer, Nancy Pelosi sitting there, and they're saying, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. We need to realize what Timothy says, 4, 2, King James Version. They speak lies constantly. She says, Nancy Pelosi hit for thanking George Floyd for sacrificing your life. Complete and total lie. Why would they do that? She's saying basically that George Floyd is a martyr, that he gave himself up willingly and voluntarily for the cause. Now, why would she do that? Think about it. And I'm going to repeat that verse again out of King James. They speak lies and hypocrisy, having their consciences seared with a hot iron, 1 Timothy 4.2. Why would she say that? Okay, here's why. Because she wants to have more martyrs, more people sacrificing their lives, more people standing in front of the police saying, shoot me now, kill me now, show me more police violence. Don't pay any attention to the fact that I'm carrying three knives and stabbing five people. You're shooting me because I'm giving my life as a martyr. That's what she's saying. So she wants more people to, quote, unquote, sacrifice themselves as a martyr as she speaks of hypocrisy. That's what she wants. So that that more people can be set out on a platform like George Floyd was and create more and more chaos in the United States. I don't know where these sick people came from who twisted them upside down when they were little and dropped them on their head. I have no idea that she would even say something like that. But that again, Nancy Pelosi is hit for thanking George Floyd for sacrificing your life like George Floyd intentionally died and was sacrificed as a martyr. Oh, this goes right against Christianity, doesn't it? Because Jesus sacrificed his life. Oh, yeah. That's what this is. This is a backsided stab. That's all this is, that these people are martyring themselves. This is like these people who get out on the highway or out in a, in a city square, and they pour five gallons of gasoline on themselves because they're protesting something that's happening by the federal government, and they strike a match, and they burn themselves. Yeah, that's about as dumb as it gets. I've never even I, – I can't even believe you do it. If you've got a problem with what somebody's doing, killing yourself in front of everybody, that really makes it better, doesn't it? And you're really going to precipitate change. But that's what they want. They want martyrs. They want martyrs so that they can hold them up and say, look at what George Floyd did. He sacrificed his life for Black Lives Matter and for the people in the United States to have a better world. No, he didn't. He's a drug addict who had a sick cop sit on his neck while he was experiencing a cardiac event. That's what it was. Or that girl stabbing someone else who gets shot by a police officer. What was she supposed to do? Go ahead and kill the other person? The cop supposed to sit there and said, go, girl, go. Let's go and see how many people you can kill before I pull my gun on you. Let's wait until you sacrifice and massacre 25 people in this crowd with your butcher knife. Or should I just go ahead and shoot you now? What a weird world we live in, guys. Think about it for a second.
with people like Nancy Pelosi saying stuff like this, completely blaspheming everything. But this is what they want to do. They want to create as much conflict as they possibly can so that their leftist people who can't think through a wet paper bag believe everything they say. It's absolutely ludicrous. Now, we also realize that leftist reporters are now going after private citizens following a data hack at Give, Send, Go that reveals donors' names. What, what am I talking about? Last week, the leftist group, the communists, distributed denial of secrets, released private details of several donors who gave money to Kyle Rittenhouse, that young boy who shot those guys in self-defense. The Illinois a teenager accused of killing two protesters in Wisconsin when he was attacked by them during riots in Wisconsin last year. The donors did not publish their names on Give, Send, Go, a Christian crowdfunding site, but the Guardian published the names of several public officials, emergency workers, and police officers who donated anonymously to the Rittenhouse Defense Fund. On Friday, reporter Jason Nagun attempted to confront local paramedic in Utah at his home who anonymously gave $10 to the Rittenhouse Defense Fund. The man reported that Will Charles, a journalist from USA Today, asked him to explain why he donated $10 to a member of the Proud Boys who was stabbed following the data breach at Give, Send, Go, the Reels names of donors. What? So now if you try to support somebody who's been unlawfully charged, they're going to come to your house? This is why everybody was scared to death to not convict Chauvin, the piece of crap cop who sat on that guy's Floyd's neck for 10 minutes because they were afraid they were going to show up at their house and kill them and their family and their children. That's what we have going on right now. So we've got all of this crazy stuff happening all over the United States. <laughs> you know, Here's another one. Washington, D.C. medical examiner reports that the Capitol Police officer, who they said was killed by a fire extinguisher, Brian Sicknick, suffered two strokes and died of natural causes. But the media is not reporting that. They want to put this big lie out into the media about all this. Now, China is launching a new app allowing citizens to report others for expressing mistaken opinions. Wait a minute. As the 100th anniversary of the founding of the Chinese government by the Rothschild banking cartel approaches, the government proudly unveiled authorities with uh, the government proudly unveiled with authorities calling on users to play an active role in helping to identify malicious people distorting facts and confusing others. That would be the Ted and Austin Brower show as far as telling you guys the truth. China's social credit score system already bans low-ranking people from renting a home, live on the street, Using buses, you're going to have to walk. Planes, you're going to have to walk. Trains, you're going to have to walk. Can't get any loans, live in poverty. Can't have private schools for their children. And you can't engage in other basic functions of societies like buying food. Let's you starve to death on the streets where they basically take your organs and sell them on the Oak and Mopa market. Yeah, that's right. The system rewards its prisoners who guard the other prisoners. In the West, social media mobs have led the people being socially ostracized by public shaming, being deplatformed and left unemployed for expressing mistaken opinions. So now China is releasing an app so basically people can just quickly, quickly tell the government that so-and-so is not doing what so-and-so is supposed to do. So they're setting up the continual snitch state in China. Wow. Think about that for a second. And that's the model that we're following, by the way. Joe Biden, Maxine Waters, deliberately sought mistrial in Derek Chauvin's case. This is an interesting article. After it became obvious that former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin would be convicted of murdering George Floyd, Democrats Maxine Waters and his and Joe Biden timed their respective outbursts, hoping there would be a mistrial, which would usher in a brave new wave being facetious, of Black Lives Matter riots. What the heck? And you know who I feel sorry for? I really do. I feel sorry for my friends who are black. 
if I've got a bunch of friends that are black, I've, I, 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 and I'm, I don't mean that. You're being racist because you said that. No, I'm not. I got a bunch of friends who are white too. There you go. How's that work out? And I've got a bunch of friends who are Hispanic, and, and I've got friends who are Jewish, and I've got friends who are Russian, and friends who are from Romania, and friends who are British. I've got friends all over the world. Does that make me a racist because I say what they are or what faith they are or what religion they are or what color their skin is? No. But I feel sorry for the black folks who are being basically put into a situation where they don't want anything to do with Black Lives Matter. They think they're a completely totalist communist organization, but because they're black, they're being shoved into that group. It's kind of like the Jews who still worship God from the Old Testament, the great I am, being lumped in with the Kabbalists who run the world, who are the synagogue of Satan. I feel sorry for those guys, too. I really do. And I feel sorry for the Germans and the French and all the other people who don't want Angela Merkel or Macron in the office, but they're being told because they're from Germany or from France that they support these people when they don't. I had a guy one time in Switzerland tell me, well, your country's this and your country's that. I said, no, our country may be voting certain ways, but I don't vote that way. But he already lumped me in with everybody else. Guys, do your best not to do that. Remember, God brought Jesus Christ to us because he needed a, we needed a savior. We needed somebody who's going to deliver us from this evil one, this Luciferian mindset, this snake-in-a-tree Kabbalist mindset here on this planet. God knew that. He sent Jesus to deliver us, to free us from this. Don't allow a person's skin color or their background or where they were born to affect your attitude towards them. Don't do that. Remember that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, and everybody needs Jesus. Everybody needs a deliverer. Everybody needs a savior. Everybody needs help getting through this mess that they've done on this planet. So, guys, do your best to represent Christ in everything that you do, regardless of a person's background or skin color. It doesn't make one bit of difference. Just make sure they're a good person and talk to them about Jesus. Because, remember, it's through Christ, who's the author, the finisher, the perfecter of our faith, that we can do all things through him. Always remember that. And guys, thank you again for supporting Health Masters. Thank you so much for being part of the solution and taking care of your family and giving them high-quality supplements. I love you guys, and I appreciate you. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes, absolutely, and continue to just be getting the truth out there in the news, like Dad said. I mean, they're they're going to keep rolling out this vaccine passport as long as people keep taking it. And it's our job. It's our duty as Americans, as patriots, to say, no, I'm not going to comply. Just the same way I've said, no, I'm not going to support businesses that try to force me to wear a mask to walk into their store. No, I won't support you anymore. It's your right as a business if you want to deny service. That, that's a fact. You want to deny service for no legitimate purpose whatsoever other than basically you're a moron and you want to tell people to put on a nasty bacteria-laced face mask to walk into a store, which as I've already told y'all, and I've showed you guys the article from the NCBI, the face mask in the COVID area health hypothesis out of Stanford showed that there was absolutely no positive impact from masks. And in fact, they cause an array of different health issues. But if someone wants to demand that, that's fine. I'll go support somebody else. And that's why I've encouraged everybody, support local businesses, support local online companies that basically are trying to get the truth out there and trying to help everybody out. That is absolutely crucial right now because the more we stand together and we stand up and make our voices heard, they can't stop it. And this is what irritates me to no end right now with these groups running around wanting to pride and you know, ride and protest over, you know, a girl 
who's about to knife another girl and gets shot by a cop. And I go, why aren't, why aren't you guys rioting and getting mad and pitching a fit over these unbelievably unjust illegal lockdowns? Why is nobody getting mad about that? I mean, what we've seen is the mass amount of people who have died from suicide and health issues now from the lockdowns over the last year. But that's that that doesn't fit the narrative, does it? No, of course not. So, again, thank you for the support of Health Masters. If you guys need anything, be sure to check out the product of the week, the Ultra Omega Fish Oil it won on sale. That's extremely high DHA formula, very good for pregnant and nursing women as well, also good for individuals that basically are trying to uh, deal with or basically help out with neurological issues. We've seen this a lot now as far as when individuals are getting older. This formula is very, very high in DHA and has very, very good benefits on the brain health, works very good in conjunction with the magnesium brain food. The Ultra Omega Fish Oil and the magnesium brain food is a great stack, so be sure to check it out on sale over 10% off on the website at healthmasters.com. Thank you again for the support, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>